Hello, and welcome to Out of the Points. My name is Marshall. I am your one and only host. Welcome to the show. So, this is a podcast. This is just me talking out loud to myself, to whoever may listen to this. Um, it's a one-man show, so if you're into that kind of thing, great. If not, damn, that sucks, dog. Anyways, um, so... I just wanted to do this as kind of an experiment for myself and just for like somewhere to go to talk about Formula One. Um, no one I know really cares about Formula One. I have one person that I know that I can talk to uh, every once in a while about, you know, like send memes, funny stuff. He's a fairly new fan, like towards the end of the 2021 season. So there's a lot of stuff I can't talk to him about. But myself, I am a fairly new fan, um, which I'll get into right now. Um, so, pretty new fan, like I said. I This was the second full season that I had followed. So, 2020 was the first season that I followed Formula One. I th- think I missed the first race, which was in Austria. I think they did back-to-back in Austria. I'm going to sound real dumb if that's not true. I got to check that. F1 2020 schedule. This is going to be a whole live raw thing. So if you're not into it, that's cool. Okay, they did do back-to-back Austrias. That's what I thought. Anyways, um, actually it was the first, or no, it was the second week. The round two was the first first ever race of Formula One that I had watched in full. Uh, that summer, I don't know what I was doing, I was just on YouTube, scrolling, 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 watched a bunch of compilations, came across NASCAR compilations, funny moments, and then next thing I know, I'm on the Formula One channel. Um, I've always been familiar with Formula One. My dad, back in the day when I was younger, super big into like uh, NASCAR, I think maybe a little bit of IndyCar, you know, that kind of stuff, but generally a fan of motorsport, just didn't branch out much further than NASCAR. Um, so I was familiar with a little bit of Formula One, just the concept of it. Um, never really paid much attention to it, never knew anything about it, until I just started watching basically every single top 10 video on the Formula One YouTube channel. Okay, well maybe not every single one. But like a good majority of them, uh, enough to have a general idea of who the drivers were and who belonged in what team that year, uh, have an idea of their personalities, uh, because I'd also paid a little bit of attention to, this was you know during lockdown and stuff, um, when a lot of the drivers were doing streams together, like uh, Charles Leclerc and Lando Norris and I think Alex Albon maybe a little bit and George Russell. I mostly watched just like clips on either like Reddit or YouTube. I didn't ever catch anything live. Um, but I enjoyed watching that so I was somewhat familiar with them already. Um, and I think that's another thing that kind of pushed me towards the sport is you know seeing all these people that are relatable and just normal people chilling on Twitch, you know, gaming, doing their thing, and, you know, kind of relating to that. So, that was another thing that pushed me towards it. Um, also, Drive to Survive, I started watching 
right around that same time. Well, I got into Formula One and then, sorry, my mind is just all over the place. But like I said, this is just a totally raw, I'm, it's just, it's all out there. Don't expect any order out of this. If you're listening to this, plan on listening to this in the future, whatever. Anyways, um, I'd watched the first race after watching hours and hours and hours of YouTube videos, bought the F1 TV subscription, and then watched Austria round two, and then started watching all the Drive to Survive on Netflix. And, you know, that got me even more interested in continuing to watch the sport, because I was just going to give it a try. Uh, but I am completely obsessed with with this sport. It's just the fast cars obviously that's such a cliche and stupid thing to say but the fast cars the personalities the drama all of that you know the it's a very glamorous sport to me at least it seems like it is um i think that's the general consensus at least um and so just to see you know really expensive really fast cars just drive or it's it just sounds so cliche and so stupid, so I apologize. But it's just, it's so fascinating, it's so interesting to me. I could watch it all the time. I've been watching so much, so much um, F1 content since the end of the season, whether it's, it's like updates on, uh, you know, the whole 2021 driver championship thing you know that little bit of drama um f1 2021 video game stuff just anything f1 related i've been watching i was literally just watching best moments of the past decade so i big fan that's obviously if i wasn't i wouldn't be doing this podcast but saying that i've only watched two full seasons right so obviously I don't know everything, and I won't claim to know everything. So if I say something wrong, do not get upset with me. I'm just doing this as a way of getting this talk out there, out of my body, so I can say it. And I might be wrong about some stuff. Alright? You're just going to have to to deal with it. So... So that's that. That's the intro. That's who I am. That's how I got into F1. I got into it on my own on accident. And I don't know everything. I think that's a pretty good summary of the last few minutes. I've just wasted your time by uh, by rambling. So, nice to meet you. So, it is the off season. It is the 20th of January. So, we're six weeks. Is that right? Six weeks into the off season? I don't remember when the last race was. Was it like the 5th? Or the 7th? Of, uh... Of, uh, 2021? Here we go. I'm on the website. Let me check. Damn, it was the 12th. So, it has been five weeks since the end of the season. And... Some stuff has happened. Nothing super dramatic. At least not that I know of. Um, you know, obviously, from my understanding and from the way I witnessed it, 
one of the most legendary seasons of all time as far as I'm concerned. Am I wrong? I might be wrong. So, take that as you will. But, just every... It was always so exciting. The only race I didn't really like was... Oh, which one was it? Oh, I'm going to look real dumb here. Oh, it was Saudi Arabia. Not because of anything particular. It's just I didn't like that track all that much. Now, I think I've got a... a from what I understood on Reddit... A lot of other people didn't, or at least some other people didn't like that track. Don't get me wrong. I've played that track on F1 2021, which is obviously a way different experience. But I think it's fun to race on um, in the, the game, which isn't a sim or anything. But I think it's fun. I just, for some reason, I didn't have a very good time watching it. Qualifying and practice was fun. At least qualifying. Uh, practice, I don't remember watching too much. Uh, but I just, yeah, I didn't enjoy the race all that much. Anyways, off topic there. But Eventful season, absolutely legendary. I'm so glad that I got involved in the sport and started watching it. Uh, because that was just an epic season. And I hope 2022 is just as good, if not better. Um, it was just so much stuff every weekend. You know, Silverstone, Lewis crashing, Max. I was so hyped i was so invested i'm not i'm neither a max fan or a lewis fan i respect them both as drivers um and as people for the most part they aren't my favorite team so i'm pretty neutral on them i'm pretty neutral on the whole world champion thing um obviously a lot of drama involved there but uh I'm not going to dive too deep into it. All I'm going to say about the Abu Dhabi 2021 season finale uh, weekend was that I do think it was a little suspicious that what happened was very weird that they would say one thing and then, you know, the team principals communicate with the race director and then something else happens. They go back on what they said they weren't going to do. So, to me, that's a little sketchy. I don't think the team principals should have direct communication with the race directors. Now, that's all I'm going to say because I haven't looked too much into the situation. Mostly because, as much as I love the drama, I love it so much. I know I'm not going to fully comprehend the situation or research it enough or look into it enough to know all the facts. So I'm not going to put myself in a position I don't want to I don't want to be in and say something stupid. So, that's my opinion on that. Respect it, don't respect it. That's on you, dog. Anyways, my mind is all over the place right now. It's been 11 minutes. I don't even know what I'm talking about. So, let's um Let's jump into something a little bit more organized here. Um, so, it is the off season, obviously, like I just said. So, everyone's pretty antsy for the new season to come around. The car reveals, uh, the season opener in... Is it Bahrain again? 
Oh man, I, I, I feel so stupid. Hold on. It is Bahrain. That's what I thought. Which I used to really hate as a track. Uh, but after playing it, like racing it myself in the games and watching a few races of it, I actually really like Bahrain. I think it's a good track. I don't know how other people feel about it, but I enjoy it for the most part. Um, anyways, so we are two months away from the season opener. So eight weeks, I think. So that's pretty exciting. I think it'll be a good time. We got uh, some of the car reveals coming up here in three weeks, three, four weeks, something like that. I think McLaren has announced theirs. They're doing like an ultra reveal of, I think they're Extreme E, Formula One, and IndyCar. Oh, and their eSports um, <clears throat> situation. I don't know exactly what they're going to be revealing with that. but So they're doing like an ultra reveal. Uh, Ferrari also announced theirs. Aston Martin and Mercedes. I think also did recently. I think yesterday. I don't remember the dates for that guy, for those guys, um, but I know that they all have their announcements out. So I'm pretty excited about that. I am so excited to see the 2022 cars. I think that the like prototype, <coughs> excuse me, the prototype deal that the FIA has. You know, the white shiny one. It's like rainbowy looking with the red. I think that the colors kind of ruined it. Obviously, it's not a fun. It's not supposed to be like a really functional, functional. Wow, car. It's just for like the looks and to get the concept and the idea of what the car is gonna look like. I just think that the colors they chose really ruined it for me personally. However, I'm very excited to see it. Uh, anxious to see how the season's gonna go with these new cars and if they do what they say is gonna do, which is what less dirty air making easier to follow some stuff like that like i said it's not only my third season i've been following okay and i don't keep up with the technicalities i'm not that smart so anyways uh i'm very excited to see the new cars i hope that they look cool like the final product actually looks cool because you know a concept can only you know Concepts are usually pretty cool, not always, they're usually pretty cool, but sometimes the end product doesn't always come out the way that you're expecting it to, so I'm really hoping that what we see in 2022, um, the cars actually look good and are functional, which is much more important, if you ask me. I've been rambling here for about 15 minutes now. If I sound like I was out of breath, I apologize, I just... Didn't realize I was still talking for this long. So that's a good thing. So the next organized thing I want to talk about um, is I do want to talk about the the schedule for next season, 2022, which we will be seeing a lot of familiar faces, you know. But, but I'm not going to say them all because it's 23. But I believe we're going to be seeing obviously Miami. Which is a new one. Is that the only new one? Because we're going to... Is that Imola? Yeah, we've been there. Uh, Canada. I haven't seen a Canadian Grand Prix yet. Um, so I'm super, super stoked 
um, for to watch the the Canadian GP. I love that track. One of my favorites to race in the video game. Sound like such a geek, but you know. Also Singapore. I haven't seen Singapore. I somewhat enjoy racing that track. Um, so I'm really stoked for to watch to see Singapore because that's usually Night Race Two, I believe. Um, so I'm excited about that one. So we got some really good races coming up this season, I think. Uh, in my opinion, the usual suspects here. Uh, want wanted to try to go to Coda or. Well, I wanted to try to go to Coda because I know Miami is going to be impossible. But it's been a little bit since I looked into it. Do they even have tickets for sale? I don't know if they do. Whatever. I wanted to go to Coda. I don't know if it'll happen. Oh, it was this past season I tried to go. But that shit was so expensive. So they didn't work out. But one of these next year or two, I want to either go to Miami or Coda. I think that it would be so fun, so cool, uh, you know, to see the cars in person, to hear them in person. Although I am very disappointed I wasn't into F1 earlier than I was to hear the V10s, dude. Every time I hear a video or I play a game with the old V10 sound, I know it's not the same, but it's just, it sounds so good. And I'm so upset that I didn't get to see that or hear that in person. So, anyways, a little bit of a sidetrack there. Um, so, we'll see if I ever go to a race here in the States. Um, I do live in the States, by the way, in case you couldn't tell from my accent. So, anyways, I would love to go to one in person. I also would love to go to one overseas. Uh, spa, I would really love to go to. Um... Canada, which I know is not overseas, it is a foreign country, so I would love to go to, I think it's in Montreal, right? I would love to go to the Canadian GP um, as well. Those are just two of my favorites that I want to see in person for some reason. So, anyways, we got some exciting stuff coming up next season, some new tracks, on a new track, and um, the next thing I just want to talk about, what, what am I at, almost 20 minutes? keep mentioning the time I feel like time is going by so fast and I'm just sitting here talking to myself but anyways I'm not gonna go for super long here I just wanted to do like a, a quick introduction an episode where I'm talking to myself uh, ramble which I am extraordinary at I've talked about absolutely nothing in this episode I and mean, if you've listened to this this far I'm sorry I'm sorry you had to listen to all that but we're moving on. I'm going to talk about the driver lineup for this next season. We're going to make it short. We're going to make it sweet. I'm going to tell you what's changing, who's coming in, who's out, and all in between. So, let's, let me look at my list here because I don't remember it all. I have it written down. I do remember it, but I'm not going to take the time to try to remember. Anyways, so, we got a pretty big thing here. I know if you've listened to this and you're F1 fan... You're probably going to think I'm stupid for going over this. I'm just going to, you know, just just let me do my thing. Okay? So, we have the man himself. Alexander. Is it Alexander? We're going to go by Alex. We got Alex Albon coming back to Williams. 
after his average stint in Red Bull, which is not good enough. After his stint in Red Bull, he's out after. He got kicked out. Sergio came in. Alex was in the offseason. He was doing DTM, which I think he did pretty pretty decent uh, with him and Liam Lawson. They did pretty okay from what I understood. Um, anyways, Alex is back in F1. He's in the Williams, so, you know, it's not going to be exactly what he's been used to with the Red Bull guys. However, I think it's awesome to see him back. I think he's a great guy from what I've seen about him, the videos I've watched. He seems like an awesome guy, just a good personality, chill dude to have back in the sport. So I'm thrilled to see him back. And with the Williams kind of making a little bit of a comeback last season, they, you know, it was still a Williams, but I think it showed a little bit more promise um, than the season prior. Um, 2019, I have no idea. I, I, I'm not super familiar with uh, the Williams and how good they've been, or when they've been good, when they've been bad. I just know right now they're not in the greatest situation that they would want to be in. Um, anyways, they showed a, a lot of promise, I think, in 2021. Um, obviously not exactly where they want to be. However, I think that they're on an upward trend. At least I hope they are because I would love to see them. I would love to see another team, obviously, in the midfield fighting because it can't just be McLaren and Ferrari, um, which they might be a top contender this year. We don't know. Um, but, you know, just someone different other than just McLaren and Ferrari and Aston and, and Alpine. It'd be nice to see one more, two, you know, it would be nice, theoretically, to see everyone fighting, fighting out all the time for Constructors' Championship, Drivers' Championship. However, that's not the case. So, anyways, back to the driver changes. So, obviously, with Albon to Williams, that means a spot opened up. Who left? George Russell. He left. He's going to Mercedes. GR. Sitting in the W13 this season. He's going to be a beast. At least I'm predicting he's going to be really good. He did so good at the Secure GP last year in the W11. Is it the, I'm psyching myself out now. I'm pretty sure that's the name of the car. Anyways, he did awesome in the, in the Secure Grand Prix last year. Unfortunately, the Mercedes pit stop fucks him. Just like it fucked him and Bottas. And Bottas, so many... I'm, I say his, weird, his name's so weird. But Valtteri has been screwed time and time and time again by the Mercedes pit crew and their incidents. And George Russell felt that wrath at the end of the 2020 season. And hopefully that doesn't continue to happen in the future. But I'm sure it will because that's Mercedes' only flaw. Anyways... So I'm stoked to see George in the will wow in the Mercedes this upcoming season. So but George Russell, if you're not familiar, you're probably asking yourself. So if George Russell came from Williams to Mercedes, who left Mercedes? Well, I'm glad you asked. Valtteri Bottas, whose name I can't say ever, is no more. It's no longer at Mercedes. He is actually with the Swiss team 
Alfa Romeo now, who is having a fresh, brand new lineup for this season for their C40. With their C40, I believe is what they're calling their car. We got Valtteri in the number one car. And we got Guan Yu Zhou. I believe that's his name. How you pronounce it? Coming in as China's first full-time driver, I believe. So that's pretty exciting stuff. I'm very excited to see a new face in the sport. I really do hope that uh, Alfa Romeo can make a decently competitive car. Uh, because these past two years, I feel like they've been okay. But kind of hanging back with like the Williams and like I hate to say it but like the Aston Martin sometimes even though I want Aston Martin to be good and be competitive they're just eh eh maybe we'll try this week maybe we'll not maybe we'll get disqualified from the podium who knows so or maybe we'll crash in Monaco Anyways, so, we got Bottas, well, I'm just going to call him Valtteri, because I can say that, Valtteri to Alfa Romeo, because Kimi Raikkonen retired, and Guan Yu Zhou also to Alfa Romeo, because they didn't want Gio racing anymore for them. I don't know what this, the deal was specifically, but Antonio Giovinazzi's out, unfortunately. I thought he was doing pretty okay. Not spectacular. Okay. Like, what did he get for points last year? Uh, 2021. Drivers. He probably didn't get very much. He got three. Okay. So, not very many. Kimmy only got ten. But, you know, he showed okay pace and promise. Um, they just really couldn't show any real result. Wow real results with that car um but so yeah i think that's all the driver changes i believe i have it written down my notepad here yeah so albon to williams russell to mercedes valtteri to alpha geo and kimmy out so that opens up two spots at alpha and guan yu zhou I think that they're pretty solid lineups. Um, overall, like I said, I'm stoked to see Albon back. I hope that Williams makes a decent car this year. I hope everyone makes a decent car for, you know, just from a spectator's point of view. But anyways, I hope Albon does well. Um, I want George to do very well in the Mercedes this year. Um, like I said before, not a, not a super big Mercedes fan. I'm not a big fan of any of the teams other than McLaren, but I do support them all. I follow all the teams, all the drivers, on all the social medias, um, but McLaren is where my heart is. So, anyways, and then Bottas and Joe to Alpha. Pretty okay lineups. I'm very fascinated to see how Valtteri does in the, in the Alpha this year. It just seems like such a weird place for him to go but with the photoshops people have made of him in the, the alpha jumpsuits I th in the racing suits I think he looks pretty good in the red and white so I'm excited for that 
So, well, we're at 28 minutes here. I just wanted to make this quick episode. Um, kind of get a feeler for how I'm feeling about this. I'm going to keep doing it. I just wanted a place to go and to talk about Formula One just for a little bit. And if you wanted, to, if you heard all this, I appreciate you. You are amazing. If you didn't, if you got bored, and you're not even here to hear this, I understand. I kind of have a nasally voice, so, and I try too hard when I talk. So I'll try to get better about it. I just feel so awkward talking to myself about a sport when I know a lot of people care about it. I just don't have anyone to talk to. It's a very sad time. Anyways, guys, people, thank you for sitting here and listening to me talk like a maniac for 28 minutes. It's greatly appreciated. My name is Marshall, and I'm out.